Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Stephanie, Megan, you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. 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 La 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 la. I also ordered some some fucking food too, so I'm gonna be like eating. Okay, my thing. Right? I was like, fuck it. Period. Anyways, but we have a lot to get into, so let me do intros. We'll just jump into you and enough about me. Oh my gosh. Let's do it. Okay. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy, and we got the baddest bitch on the pod, literally the baddest one, Sixella Fierce, motherfuckers. Hey, y'all. How you doing? You missed me. I know. I'm happy to be back. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you. I forgot to tell you. What? We recorded on this day. Let me let me double check. Are you, wait, this shout has been out, happening a lot to, lately. Shout this is out. Crazy. Wasn't our last our last one too, I think. It, um, and this happened with Rose too. She's like, you know, like when I last time I recorded, she's like, you know, like this time last year we recorded too. And I was like, Yeah. 426 years ago, we recorded that this episode was the one that never aired. Why? The, it uh, it was with that guy. Oh my god! With with White Nick, the one with my ex, the one with the one with the mustache. Yeah, it never aired too because um, Lauren she like deleted all the episodes. Oh shit! It I was like all that, that drama. I don't remember what it was about, but that episode was really good. Yeah, what did you even yeah. talk about? I just remember you saying like, "Oh yeah, his face is beat," and he was. You were like, "What?" No, he was like, "Wait, what?" And you're like, "No, like makeup," because he's like a beauty. I don't know, whatever. Enough about him. He was stupid. Oh, Maybe yeah. it's like for a good reason. But how crazy is that? 428. Just kidding. I don't even smoke weed. I definitely <laughs> should get some weed. I've been saying that for months now and I haven't. I miss how, You're in Texas. Like, what do you do to get weed? Um, I So I, I don't buy it. But if I did need some, I would have to buy it. I just don't know anyone. Before, when I was smoking, my roommate, she she smoked. So it was, like, mm. easy to just, like, like they would there. just smoke me out. <laughs> right, right. I love that. So, um, and, like, I don't hang out with guys like I used to. So um, nobody just leaves nugs on my dresser anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's romantic. That's, like, right. a like a stoner love language. Yeah, like leaving a little nug on the dresser. Yeah, or leaving like the roach for me because the roach gets me hella high. So yeah, <laughs> I love that. Okay, well, the last time you were on Patreon, um, everybody was hearing about your like just kind of getting like an update on six and like your love life, and yeah. like you we left off as like you were manifesting this dude to like be your husband and like you guys were like were you guys talk well, I can't remember if you left off last time that you guys were talking or like what that was when was that that was in February yeah okay so uh I don't remember if I told told everyone or not but I basically shot my shot well this is my okay. second time shooting my yeah. shot um and I told I I basically voice memoed him and told him that I liked him and um 
he told me that he liked me back. And so. Okay, let's just uh, start from there. So, okay. so like, yeah, you shot your shot and we didn't know what happened after that. I think that now, now it's like all coming back to me. So yeah. like, let's just go from there. And because okay. there's a lot that has happened to like leading up to what was on your close friend stories that I need more details on. So like, let's yeah. just, let's just start from the beginning. Okay. Can we call beginning... him, can we say his name? Hmm? Can we say his name? No. <laughs> what should we call him? Let's give him a name. Um, I, you gotta come up, come up. I can't think of a name. Let's just call him. Let's call him Junior. Junior. Okay, let's call him Junior. This is Junior, and that's significant too. So Junior, so you put on your like manifestation board. Like you're like you lived with him in Atlanta. You feel like there's a con- you explain it. This is your story. <laughs> I just woke up okay, from a nap, so, so I'm getting my life together. <laughs> okay, so we were roommates in Atlanta. 2020 is when we met. We met July of 2020, lived together for three months, had a great time, got really close. We were like besties. We were going, we were actually, after that lease ended, we were going to get a, an apartment together, but um, it ended up not working out. God wanted to separate us. And so on like us like departing from each other i i remember telling him like we're going to stay friends forever you know like i was like don't act don't act funny like we're going to stay connected and so we have we've been communicating over the years we check in with each other ever so often um and then um i moved to houston in this past in uh july of 2022 that's actually crazy because I moved on around the same dates. There's a lot of synchronicities in within how all of this happens. Yeah. So I moved in, I moved to Houston in July. Um, it was about I think like August sometime. Um, I'm talking to my roommate and I'm I'm telling her about him and like yeah like I think like I'm it's like the the beginning stages of me thinking that he's like my person like my right. man you know. So I'm like, okay, yeah, like this is this is my guy. Like I showed her, I showed her, showed her all the videos that we used to take and like just all of our memories and stuff. She goes, girl, that is your man. Like you need to go get him, right? Right. So then my neighbor, we tell her the story. She goes, girl, go get your fucking man. <laughs> and this is like a couple of days later. So I'm like, okay. And then, um, you know, like they're telling me go get him, but I don't know what go get him means because I'm used to guys coming to get me. So I just kind of just, and I'm going through life. So life was hitting really hard last year. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to really pay too much attention to that. God will direct the steps. He'll show me what I need to do. So on and so forth. So, um, we end up talking about him again the night before Thanksgiving. And he literally texted me happy Thanksgiving the next day. And I hadn't talked to him since I think like April of 2022. So I'm like, okay, God, I see what you're doing, right, you know? Right, right. Um, and so I, I, I text him back, like, I miss you. Like, you know, all this, all that. And then, um, we kind of just don't talk. You? Was, how, how was the I miss you phrase though? Um, hold on, let me, t- let me, let me pull up the text messages. We openly said, like, I mean, mi- I read our text messages all the time, like to just see, like, you know, just just to catch to see if, if the if the language or our conversations switch up in any kind of way. Right. Um, but we would tell each other we miss each other all the time. Like we're legit like friends at that point. Like yeah. we had never been even when we were roommates, we had never been romantic. Um, I mean, obviously there's feelings and shit there, but like never really acted on anything. Um, okay, so Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, I said happy Thanksgiving, um, with a little leaf and a heart. And then I said I miss you with an exclamation point. He hearted it and said, I miss you too. And then I just didn't respond. Oh. So then 
yeah, we just didn't, because that was just how we, how we, how our communication was. Right. So then Christmas rolls around and I was like thinking about him, but like I, I was out and about. And so when I got home on the day after Christmas, I, I FaceTimed him. He answers, we're like kikiing and, um, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're kikiing and like, you know, just having a good time, just checking up on each other. And I slowly am like, uh, what did I say? I was like letting him know that I was available. I was like, I'm available. Just want you to, just want you to know I'm single. I'm not waiting for you, but I'm holding space for you is what I told him. I don't think he really took me seriously um, because he, he literally didn't act on any of anything that I said. I just, I was like, when you are ready to settle down, keep me in mind is what I told him. Um, and then we just, it was just like a regular conversation. So then fast forward, uh, I had commented on his like Instagram post and um, he did like a carousel and the second one I thought was a better photo. So I was like, yes, to that second photo. And then so he texts me the photo and was like, for my contact photo, LOL. And I said, you're hilarious. And he's like, LOL. And I was like, it's giving real boss energy. Only thing missing by your side is me. <laughs> and then he said, thank you, love. LOL, you so be playing. flirty. You so flirty. <laughs> you know. He said, LOL, you be playing. I said, I do not. I said, at least I'm not trying to play. And he said, I know, LOL. And then I was like, you're the one who'd be playing. And then he didn't respond. Mm. And then uh, like a month later. So in the meantime, I'm on my on my screen screensaver. I'm getting all of these. Um, like I have it set up to where I have like widgets and one of my widgets is CoStar. And so I click and I check CoStar every day. And I'm on, if, if any of you, any of the listeners, if you guys have CoStar, you know that it'll show you like a little snapshot about you. And then it'll show you, show three people that like how, basically like how you guys measure up or whatever. Right. Like right now it says it's, it's my friend, um, my friend Carolina and then my sister. And then it's, are Nelson, we on, but, are we on CoStar together? I don't know. I just thought about. I don't ever really go on CoStar like that. I'd, I'd be on According it. to the twins, who are like big on like you know like fucking the charts and shit, they hate CoStar. No, yeah, everyone hates it, but I think it's cute, right? Right. Um, I think it's. I mean, what, why do they hate it? I'm not. Yeah, it it it. Sometimes it makes sense, and sometimes it's stupid, but it doesn't really matter to me. So there's <clears throat> there's three people that they always show. He was coming up number one. For like a month straight. And I'm just like, so I started screenshotting them just to show him in the future. Cause at this point, yeah, God I have you on here. You said you don't? No, I have your sister though. Period. I love that. Okay, wait, what's what's your username? Probably Stephanie Megan. Steph. Yep. I I do have you. Well. Yeah, we're friends. Oh, we are friends. Oh, what are we compatible? Oh, we're not that compatible. We're compatible yeah. with basic identities, intellect, communica- communication, philosophies of life, but moods and emotions don't match. Love and pleasure, sex and aggression, senses of responsibility. So we should never date. No, <laughs> we're good friends. We're, we're good, good, friends. good friends. Like we could, we, but it's so true because we could, it's, it's a lot of like intellectual conversations and communications is what we're good at. And I feel like that mm-hmm. really describes our relationship. Yep. As far as like sex and aggression, we never really see eye to eye, but we'll hear about each other's shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 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 Anyways, continue. Oh, okay. Speaking of, let, since we're talking about CoStar, let me tell you, me and and Junior are very compatible. <laughs> what did you say? Up. So ours, 
basic identities, love and pleasure. This is what is compatible. Basic identities, love and pleasure, sex and aggression, philosophies of life, sense of responsibility. The only two things that we're not compatible on are moods and emotions, intellect and communication. Which makes sense. Because you guys are not really good at communicating, it seems like. I'm good. It's he's not good. Like, so the the one of the biggest things, oh, actually, our sex and aggression goes well together. And I thought that was one of our hard things. Because, like, I can I can be really aggressive and, and obsessive about things. And, like, but that's how I get shit done and I move things forward. And he's a cancer. So it's kind of oh, like. he's a cancer. Oh, no, his, his. He's an Aries. Oh, he's an Aries. Oh, he's an Aries. So his his big three is Aries, Sun, Sagittarius, Moon, Leo, Rising. Where's the Cancer? His Cancer is whatever the section aggression planet oh, is. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think it's his, I think it's his Mars. Mars. But yeah, me and him are really compatible. But our communication and moods and emotions, we just don't have to work on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's but, possible. Yeah, everything is. Yeah. Um, okay. Where was where was I? So he kept on he kept on popping up on my co-star and I'm like, okay. So th- because I was like, okay, I'm noticing this and I'm screenshotting it, I'm saving it for later. And I was like, let me tell the girls on close friends. So I call my close friends the girls' room. That's oh. where I give all the girls the tea and they we get to chit chat and they get to give me their advice. And it's been really, really I love good when you go, me. I love when you go off and be like, if you're in this fucking girls' room, like please fucking interact with me. And I was like, I'll interact, but you know that we like to do this on the pod. No, so not everyone, not everyone that was super serious, but it's for the people who think that they can just be like watching me. Oh, right. Yeah. And not giving advice. Like, girl, I talk to you at least once a week. Like, yeah, yeah. It was like, we're we going to cover this somehow. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. the other girl's like, don't, you're not just about to wa- laugh at my pain. The fuck? <laughs> Interact or get the fuck out. The fuck? I love that. So. Yeah, there are rules for the close friends. But it's anyways. so funny. I, like sometimes Brian will like hear like hear me watching the close friends. He's like, "Are you Facetiming?" <laughs> I was like, "No," because <laughs> that's exactly what it sounds like. It sounds like I'm just like I'm literally talking, <laughs> and right. it's also helping me become just more comfortable sharing my truths because I've gotten so reserved over the years. Like I'm trying yeah. to like I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone again. So it's been been really helpful. Um, but yeah, so I decided to share share my assumption not even assumptions because i know i know it's it's true um basically the evidence that this man is going to be my husband and wait pause how do you know he's gonna be your husband what makes what makes him feel like what makes him qualified enough to be your husband we have um Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. (laughs) So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. 
don't make yourself suffer especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Living with my parents last year changed my viewpoint on a lot. And the number one thing that it changed my viewpoint on was my family and like my partner and like what what I want from a partner and what's important to me. And so the number one thing that's important to me when it comes to like partnership is like, do we have the same vision or not even the same vision? Do, can our, can our visions coexist with each other? And then what kind of life can we build together? And so me and him, like when we were friends, like a lot of our bonding was on mindset stuff or like us wanting a big life and like wanting a nice home. And like the way that we would want to live our lives is very similar. And like, so when God told me this, I was like, okay, like that makes sense. And I was like, honestly, like that's super important to me. Cause like my, I think I, I shared this with you on FaceTime. Like I realized that for me, my life is what matters to me. Like the way it looks, the way it feels like what I get up and what I do every single day. Like for, for the longest time, it was like my career is what mattered, but that actually doesn't really matter to me. Um, and so when I was thinking about everything, I was just like, okay, he's someone that I know I can build a really good life with. Like we like the same shit. We actually had a conversation where I, um, uh, we were talking about something and he's like, yeah, like I want my house to be like the place where people come. And like, as soon as they walk in the door, they have a drink in their hand, they listen to good music and they just feel really good. And I was like, Oh my God. Like literally a week before that, I had that same conversation with my sister and it's always been a dream of mine to like be the hosting house and be the house where like people come and they literally just take off all their burdens. They come, they know they're going to have a good ass time at my house. right? Right. And so when he said that, I was like, Okay. Um, and then, yeah, we just like, we like the same type of things. Like we like to do the same type of activities. Like, um, he had mentioned, he's like, when I come to Houston, like we, he's like, um, I'm going to get an Airbnb, come pick you up and we're going to go and like, just try out a bunch of restaurants. And I'm like, 
That's like my love language. Like I right. fucking love that. And for me, it's not even he's a he's a big foodie. Um, but for me, it's not even about the food because like I I can be kind of picky when it comes to food. It's more so about the experience. So it'd be like I'd pick the I'd pick the places for the vibe and like take pictures and shit like that. And he'd just be he he's also the type of man where it's my world and he's just living in it. And I love that. So yeah, there's just yeah. all these like little things that just make sense. He takes really good pictures of me. Um, some of my best photos on the gram when I was in Atlanta, he took them. Um, and he just, he, he appreciates the little things. He pays attention to detail. Um, there was one time, like I, I was getting my nails done like every two weeks when I was in Atlanta and I had changed my nails from like this cute, like short little white set to like a long red orangey set. And, um, he was like, he was cooking me breakfast one morning and he was like, wait, when did you get your nails done? He's like, and how did I, how did I not notice? And I was like, I was like, I got him done like a couple days ago. I was like, I already broke one. But like, yeah, he, he literally grabbed my hand and like looked and not in like a feminine way. He grabbed my hand. and was just like, these are really nice. Like just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the things that make you so geekel. Geekel is like a word in Tagalog that makes you just like, like you're like, it's so like cute that you just want to like squeeze, you know? Yeah, it's it's like the little the littlest things. Even back when we were just friends, that he was noticing, like if I would come out of my room and like I'm trying on new a new perfume, he'd be like, "Oh my god, that smells so good!" Like, or my outfit. Oh my, he'd be like, "You you look really good today." Like, just really affirm, like just as like a home homie. Like we weren't even there yet. Like he was just there, and like when we worked together, you're um, huge words of affirmation. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Huge. I am. It's not like it's not super top on my love languages, but I do appreciate those things. And especially at that time, like I was I had left my whole fucking life in right. L.A. So like to be in an environment where I'm getting affirmed from somebody that I don't really know, it did speak volumes and like little things that I was changing about myself. He was noticing because um, he, he also he doesn't know the old me. He doesn't know Alexis at all. He only knows six and they're two different people. So it's like, it's, I don't know. That also, do you not not want him to know the old you? Um, no, I just, I'm not her anymore. And I didn't, she, she no longer serves me and my life at like moving forward. So it's not that it's not like a bad thing that he doesn't know her. It's like, he got to, he got to know the person who I was like becoming in, if that makes sense. Like yeah. it was, it's like, yeah. Cause like the old me, I was doing too much people pleasing. Like I, 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 my standards, like I had standards, but I wasn't standing on them. And so like, he knows the me that's like confident in her standards. She likes nice shit. She doesn't care. Like, it's not like I, like with, with guys I've dated in the past, like I was like too, like, it could go either way. And yeah. then I was like, nah, this is, I think with like, I'm- with like dating and stuff, just, you know, like really, when you like really get to know somebody, it's like, they should be like loving who you are now, but knowing where you come from that made you who you are now. Oh like, yeah. Would, would there ever be like, like, would you ever feel comfortable about talking about like who you were before or you just, or do you mean like, what do you mean by that exactly? Just, I guess yeah, when you say, like, I don't want him to know, like, the old me. So I mean, when I, say, 
when I'm looking at the old me, I'm looking at like the 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 me who didn't love myself. Oh, you, you don't want him to look at you the way he doesn't want to. Okay, I, I'm understanding it. I'm trying to articulate it. Yeah, you want him to see you the way that you are now versus see you the way that you saw yourself before. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it's like back then I was. That makes sense. Like I wouldn't want. Brian to look at me as like the party girl that just got drunk all the time. Exactly. And like, you know, but that's a persona. I feel like that's. And how, no, that's what I'm, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So like, I feel like for me in the past with, with dating, some of the hindrances that I had was like in the beginning, I wasn't completely me, you know, like I wasn't like, like I wasn't up front. like I played small and with him he doesn't know the me that plays small he knows the me that's extra that's big like that's really the difference between six and Alexis like Alexis is she's timid and she like she's definitely confident but she's only outwardly confident yeah and you so, know what's like, crazy though is I, I always saw you as what you're describing yourself now I just think that I know maybe, every that that's but, literally like that's why the name change is for me and not for everyone else because everyone's always seen the they've always seen the the way that I they've always seen the way that I that I wish that I was but I didn't feel that oh I see what you're saying okay so it's a okay. very internal like thing that I've worked through yeah. like now I'm I, like how I was saying earlier like I got really reserved like I felt like that's what I had to be to be able to to do what I wanted to in the world and then now I realize I don't have to do that like I can just yeah. I can be myself just completely be I love that. Um, but it was also okay. the environment that I was around the people like there are certain people like you everyone that I'm still friends with to this day has always seen spoke and honored who I was anyone who's not in my life anymore they either tried to dim my light or make me feel bad for oh a thousand percent I got rid of a lot of those friends who just like they don't like to see the confident version of Steph like once they saw that I grew into this like woman that was like happier with herself it was like they didn't know how to box me in yes like they didn't know how to like you know, they would like make fun of me and say certain shit. And I'm like, you can't talk to me like that anymore. Cause younger Steph was like, would take the fucking heat and just like be the butt of the jokes, even though it would yes. like really fucking hurt my feelings. And I wouldn't yes. say anything, you know? Yes. But now I'm like, hey, I can take a joke, but that was going way too fucking far. And exactly. so they don't like that person that stands up for themselves. Okay, I see what it's, you're saying. It's just gross. exactly. Yeah. I didn't, and it's crazy because I, I, to some people, it was like, what? You didn't stand up for yourself? But it's like around some people. There's certain people, there's certain people who do that to you. Mm-hmm. There's certain people that bring out that kind of thing in you where you're like, I can't be myself. And so mm-hmm. you're right. A change of environment, um, getting rid of certain relationships. Yep. Helps, so he met me yeah. at the time where I was really like stepping into. And I also was like, I told myself going to Atlanta, I'm going to be a different person. I'm going to come different. I'm going to hit different. Like I'm going to like, no matter what, I'm going to do my best to not shrink myself. And I did find myself shrinking myself in, in certain moments, but I just realized if I felt like I needed to, or if I felt myself decreasing in the presence of anyone, that was someone that I didn't need to be around. And so, um, 
yeah, I just like, that's part of like what I learned in that period, that time period. And it was like, he got to meet that person, the version of me that felt very confident in myself. And he also just like, not knowing me at all was just affirming things that like, I wanted to feel good about myself. So it's like, it's really cool. Like when you're able to meet a friend that way. And I was like, okay, you know, and then like we we shared these moments and I was just like, okay, like, you know, back then I felt it. I was like, okay, this guy, like, it feels really different. Like I've never felt like this about anybody, but I didn't really have much to go on, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, so when it came back around at the end of last year, I was just like, okay, you know, now I'm paying attention. And then God like told me, so there's this TikTok, um, And it's this girl, like, she's talking about, like, I, me and God created a password and, um, and basically the password is like a password that her her and only God knew. And she told God that he could share it with her person. And so, um, she's like, if, if my boyfriend at any point says the password, then that's how I know he's the one basically. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I like that. And what's the password like consist of? Like what's, what could be like an example of a password? It could be anything, anything that that's meaningful to you. I mean, for everyone's different. So for me, I was thinking like, what should my password be? And I never actually sat down and talked to God about it. But after I realized, I mean, after I told, after I told him I liked him and he confirmed he liked me too, um, I started thinking about this one time in LA. It was like 2017-ish. I was at this little Mexican joint like by myself, like eating. And this lady comes up. And she's like, can I give you a reading? And I was like, this was before tarot was how it is now, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, I was like, I'm kind of scared, but sure. So she tells me, I don't remember anything that she said, anything else but this one thing that I'm about to say. So she says that my, she says something significant about a person um, with the initials JR. And I was like, hmm. At the time, I didn't know anybody with the initials JR. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, I must not have met this person yet. So <clears throat> this is what, how many years ago now? Um, I don't ever think about that, that situation, but it's like not at the front of my head. It's probably in the middle. Um, but God brought it back up. So I thought about it again and I was like, oh shit. And then also at the same time, I remembered blank. Well, Junior, <laughs> Junior, his family calls him Junior, and that's not his first name. So he is a Junior, and then his family, that's thats what they call him. Like, that's like his nickname. You know, they don't right. call him by his first name. They call him by Junior. And so God brought that back up in my mind, and I, and I thought I was making shit up. I really did. So I texted him, and I was like, hey, this is random, but are you a Junior? And he was like, yeah. And then... um. And then I was like, and you're, and that's what your family called you, right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, wait, how do you know that? Girl, he didn't even remember he told me that. So I was like, okay. So that was basically, I took that as like, that was, that was my password. Like God had already given me the password a couple years ago and he just, you know? Right. So I'm like, okay. And I'm super spiritual. So like signs and the things are really, are really important to me. So I was like, okay, that was confirmation. Everything else is just kind of like up, up to God, you know? Um, so we're in April now, Mm. um, in March, I mean, well, since once, once I told him that I liked him and he confirmed he liked me, he also told me he was talking to someone. Yeah. So when I, 
when I was like, I was like, hey, I like you. This feels really weird. I don't know what to, I don't know where to go from here, whatever, but it is what it is. And he's like, dang, he's like, that's crazy because he's like, yeah, I like you too. He's like, he's like, that's crazy. And, and this is good news. Um, and I like you too. And I was like, all giddy and shit, you know? And then, um, he was like, but I am talking to someone right now. Um, but I, but I do like you. And so I'm here, you're here. We'll see. And so I'm like, bet. God, do right. what you do, figure it out, you know? It's up to it's up to him. So um we like continue to like we start like voice memoing um after that like pretty consistently and then it kind of falls off and I'm like okay, but all th- throughout this whole situation like I had to kind of be the aggressor and like that was really uncomfortable for me. So that's part of like where me sharing it on girl on in the girls room was like Letting okay. it all, all out. Yeah, yeah, letting it out. Letting everybody, everybody like help me and talk me through it, and which everybody has, and that's been really great. Um, <clears throat> um, and yeah, so our communication was kind of like fluctuating. I felt like I was pulling the weight on a lot of it, so it was uh, it got a little bit discouraging at times. But then, like we were having conver- like phone conversations, and like he was just like you know himself. He's very charismatic, very sweet, um, and. Yeah, we were having these conversations, but there was one point, I think it was like at the beginning of March, where I felt like energetically like um like God was dealing with him about this situation. So like the way that I know, God told him to. And so God was like, I need you to like, you know, figure your shit out. Like this is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. But he never said anything to me. He never said that. He never like said anything. I just knew just just because my intuition is strong and then but we didn't really talk in March so I was like I'm not really I'm not really tripping I'm gonna like let him he'll come to me when he's ready and then one of my friends was like don't you think you pulled away a little bit too hard because like I just didn't talk to him and I was like yes and no because like he needs to come get me now yeah. And so she, so she was like I don't know and then I was like okay whatever so then I called him um I think I called him and he didn't answer. So I was just like, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't like this. And then his birthday was the first week of, was the first week of April. So I called him, I called him on his birthday. He didn't answer. I texted him. He, he answered the text. And then I was just like, okay, it is what it is. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna try. Obviously my feelings were hurt, but I was like, I'm not gonna like this. It It's going to work out anyway. So like, I need to just stop, stop tripping. Right. So, um, <laughs> Bless you. That was an aggressive sneeze. (laughs) So his birthday was on Wednesday. He ends up calling me on a Sunday morning and we're like talking. And I was so fucking like, he called me at like 830 in the morning on a Sunday. And like, I was just like, I was hungover child. Like it was, (laughs) yeah, it was, it was crazy. But the conversation was good. He was telling me like, um, asked like how, how he feels with with being a new age. And he was like, it has me just like thinking about how old is he? He he just turned thirty two. Okay. Oh, it's my age. Yeah, he's like I've just been thinking about a lot, and um, you know, cause he he told me like a, like a couple months ago, like he's ready for kids, or he's getting ready for kids. He has like baby fever, and I was like, yeah. He's like, I'm realizing like whoever I have a, have a kid with, like we need to be really good friends, <clears throat> and um, cause it's like a lifelong thing, and just just all these things, and I'm and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really like I'm saying things, but I'm not saying what I want to say. And why um, didn't you? Because 
I was scared. It's like the fear of rejection. You know, it's like, it's, yeah, it's something I'm working through. It's like not being, not coming on too strong. Like, I don't want to come on too strong, even though he's fucking coming on way, like, strong. It's like, I, I'm, like, not matching his energy, and I've gotten so used to being just, like, the cool little cucumber girl, you know? Right, right. And just, like, just chilling way too fucking hard, and it's like, girl, no. You know? You're not, you're, you're, you're a vulnerable, like, sensitive caring huge heart like would do anything for your people like kind of person and i don't act like that when it comes to guys and they want to feel like that they want to feel I like know. that and it's like because for so long so i realized like i really dug deep but and to be about fair it. but to be fair though mm-hmm. i don't feel like he's maybe even given the space to let you unleash that too because at the same time you shouldn't just unleash it on anyone Exactly. Like someone yeah, I, should be able to like create a safe space for you too. So there's a there's probably a little bit of a factor of that too. It I feel like it's a little bit of both. <clears throat> it it's really like I could sit here and, and look at the other person, but no, it's a me thing. It's like obviously he plays a role or any guy plays a role in how comfortable I feel, but to be honest, it's a it's a it's it's a wall that, that I it's feel. a wall. Yeah, it's a wall. Okay. Okay, you know, like fair. I think about like younger me, you know, you knew Savage Six, redhead, like when I, what, like it's, it's going to take some time to not be her anymore. Especially like now it's like for the longest time I was dating, I was dating to have fun. So like I had to build these walls so that I wouldn't get hurt. And I had all my friends around me being like, girl, how do you just do it? How you do it, girl? Because I was acting like a nigga. That's how. Like, you know, like I wasn't, I was just create, like I would, I would like, there was certain things that I wouldn't let penetrate my mind. And like now, now I have to tear those walls down. And that's, yeah. that's my own internal shit that I have to work on. I remember so. you used to always like laugh at me, not laugh at me, but with love, of course, the when I would like be hella sensitive about a dude and be like, and now I'm fucking jealous. I wish I was her. Yeah, and and or you would be like, "Why are you doing this? Like, you know, you're gonna get hurt." Like, I remember you would be like so frustrated, be like, "You know, you're gonna get your heart broken. Why are you doing this?" And I'm like, "Because I'm okay with getting heartbroken. Like, that's how. Yeah, like, like, I was like, I don't know how you don't understand that. Like, that's the whole point of not that you know, I don't understand that. We were just, you know, I don't think I even understood that. But I think I was. It, it's like the you have to when you date to put yourself out there. You have to know that like. It's a risk That's of getting risk. her and yeah. like, and that it's okay. I think we always look at it as like, we don't know how to like recover from that, but like we will. Yeah. I And so now. If I think it's going to make us a better person and a better partner. And so now I'm like, I'm willing to put myself out there. I'm willing to get hurt because I'll get over it. You will. Where back then I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, ain't nobody about to play me. Y'all getting played. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not but you're, but you're, but when you act like that, you kind of rob yourself from, from the experience of the human experience of like, like falling in love and getting hurt. And also, like, it's it's more than just like, oh, your feelings getting hurt. You like, you really learn a lot about yourself and like. Mm-hmm. how you were brought up and what things it's it's like it's deeper than that it's like it's really like a healing experience to think exactly like I, that's why I'm just like I tell 
people who are like way younger than me. I'm like, especially in the early 20s when they're like so scared of dating. I'm like, bro, put yourself out there. Yeah. Like get your I fucking heart broken. Be a little slut. Maybe put your wall up a little bit. Act a little stupid. That's fine. But also at the end of the day, like cry it out if you fucking need to. And like, that's mm-hmm. okay. Like you're going to feel like shit for a little bit. But I bet you like once you find like the momentum you'll realize like oh wait this shit actually makes me so fucking powerful like way more confident you know than like we could go certain ways it could either let you you let it like eat you up and you take all your confidence or you use it Mm -hmm. to make yourself confident and to realize like it's not a personal thing at the end of the day it's just people are out here we're just trying to figure shit out you know exactly i wish that's one thing like i wish i would have like not been so guarded dating when I was younger but it's also it's like also not every, your fault too everything happens for a right. reason like I have another I have a friend who we're we're kind of in it together like we she she didn't date like well we dated kind of the same like just like you know kind of touch and go like did we've been single for fucking ever um I mean when I look back on it, I'm like, I had my fun. So I liked the way that I did. Cause the way that I was moving, it served me at that time because I, what I was focused on, but now it's like, okay, I'm stepping into a new decade. I want to like, but also like, I don't blame you for that too, because one, you know, maybe the way you were brought up has a huge thing. And two, it was like the culture to act like that. And like, that's why it's like, we should now be like, fuck that kind of like mindset, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that people talking about mental health and all that stuff and going to therapy, like is, is, is the culture is kind of shifting. Obviously it's still going to kind of be there, but it's not as like intense as it was before. Oh yeah. Everyone just had a fucking wall up. I definitely feel like the culture shifting. It was like we were in the culture of like, fuck everybody. Like, I don't need nobody, you know? Right. And it's even in, I mean, I've always been very community minded, community centered, but I do realize now how much community means to me. And then also how much partnership means to me. Cause before I used to look at, look, I used to look at relationships like, um, Basically, like, I don't need, I don't need one. And a lot of people I was around, they gave that they needed it, you know? And so for me, I just didn't subscribe to that at that time. Like, I don't need a relationship, which is why I was moving the way that I was moving. But also what I realized is that I don't attach myself to people in the in the same ways that other people do so like i've i used to have, you have more who, like, you have a more of like avoided attachment style <clears throat> yeah and it's and it's more so because like if i don't if i don't find it like what am i trying to say um the avoidant thing is because is because of my my past and my family right when it comes to romantic relationships yeah um but then i also realized that like I have always had this mentality of basically none of the people that I was dating were ever really uh, up to par. Yes. And I, I don't, don't like want to boyfriend say. material. Exactly. They were never that. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't even a thing of, it was like a subconscious thing. Like my subconscious knew like, okay, these people aren't even where you want them to be. But also like, so like the way, you know, the way that you had your wall up was attracting people like that. 
Exactly. So it all played, it all yeah. played to, to, together. But so like, I would, I would see my friends in, in different relationships and I'm like, yeah, I don't want that. I didn't, I didn't see examples of what I wanted. I get and that. There was, there was a big. good, there was a good amount of, yeah. With your parents being t- divorced or it was for me personally, my parents being divorced and then just like seeing other relationships, especially in your early twenties, I felt like People who were in serious relationships at that time, most of the time, were in, it, they were toxic because no one exactly. was like, no one was like, mo- like emotionally mature to be in like a healthy relationship at twenty fucking three years old. Exactly, and so for me, I've always been in my life in general. I need to see, for me, it, I need to see good examples for me to feel like it's attainable. At that time, I was like, I don't see nothing that I really like, nothing that I really fuck with. So. Mm. But I do remember at around like 2017-ish, um, one of my roommates, she found the love of her life, got married. Well, she she actually met him in, in 2015, 2016 um, on Tinder. Like their love story was beautiful. I was supposed to be a bridesmaid in their wedding, ended up not having, but I did go to the wedding beautiful fucking ceremony and I was like, oh my God. Like I knew deep down that that's what I wanted. I just didn't know how I was going to get it, you know? Um, and we used to always say, like, I used to always be like, my man is in the South or he's in the East Coast. Like, I used to always say that. So I knew I would have to either, like, I would meet him on a trip or I was moving somewhere. I didn't know when, I didn't know, you know, you never know what's actually going to be for you. So it's just ironic how it all ended up happening. Like my intuition has always known that it wasn't going, I wasn't going to find my man in California. So kind of like the way that I was moving back then was perfect for the time because I was going to, it was supposed to happen when it's happening now. And now I'm going through the, the like, yeah, there's shit that I have to like deal with and like uncover. But it's like, also there's a lot of people right now that are like either married or having children and they've already done the work that I've done. And now their focus may be their career. We're back in those days. My focus was my career and, and building really strong friendships and like learning, learning how to be a good friend, like all of that kind of stuff I learned early on. So now I can focus on partnership and I can focus on, love and like you know becoming the type of woman that I want to become and becoming more feminine and leaning into my feminine and femininity and things like that so everything happens for a reason and I'm grateful um I'm grateful for the journey and how it's all just like you know come together this shit is uncomfortable I will say but um what makes you sorry going back to the femininity thing what makes you like feel like it's important for you to tap into that in order to find a partner. Because a man, it like we played two different roles when it comes to a relationship. Um, and I feel like if I'm not in my feminine and, I, and I'm operating in my masculine, I won't allow my man to be the type of man that I actually want him to be. Yeah. Like I want to be able to like be softer and like not – um not do not just feel because like is that how you see yourself as an as a person or just a person in a relationship as a person like there's there's um I don't want to be in my masculine 24 7 like I'm a woman you know right and I feel like I've had to because of my life and survival and all of that like I don't want to do that for the rest of my life so it plays in many different aspects I feel like this next phase of my life it calls for me to lean into it because that's how I'm going to be able to be more soft, softer. And I won't have to like, like my twenties felt like an uphill battle because I was in my masculine all the time. Like 
trying to do the most. But now that I'm more like, I'm more intuitive. I'm more like, I like my guy, I'm guided more spiritually than I was before. And I feel like that's a part of my femininity. So just leaning into that, I feel like it'll make my life easier. And I don't, it's like, it's a part of like working smarter and not harder, basically for me. Um, and then it translates in relationships where I give the man room to be a fucking man and I'm a gender roles type of girl. Like I like all of that. So I'm not into being a hyper feminist and me. I yes, I can do it myself, but I don't want to like, I don't want to be in a relationship and I take out the trash. No, he needs to take out the trash, you know? Um, (laughs) like I don't ever want for a man to think that like, it, we're both carrying heavy shit. No, you need to call one of your homeboys to come and do that with you. Like, I just want to sit, sit fucking pretty. So, um, it, it hits, I actually really like that question because I don't think I thought about it as, as deeply, but it does hit many different facets in my life. Like when it comes to work, like I have always wanted to be a CEO and wanted to be like somebody who's an entrepreneur, but there's, there's a feminine way to do business. And so learning how to tap into that and like how to, close deals just by batting my eyes the like as ladies we can do shit like that you know so like why not lean into that kind of stuff where before it was like I'm I was trying to think like a man and it's like girl no you are you are a whole lady so be a lady you know right yeah I think just everyone just has their own like personal definition and like um definition and like spectrum of like when they tap into like their masculine and feminine even men like I I think every person kind of goes through you know like where they tap into different things and like what does that look like and Mm -hmm. you know so I just I guess I just wanted like your own like kind Mm -hmm. of because for me like um like I feel like yeah I'm like super feminine but I definitely like have you know, sometimes like that kind of masculine like and I and I think maybe it is very similar to you where it's like the survival mode of just mm-hmm. like when I've had to like you know take care of myself pay all the bills put the shelving yep. up together do everything yep. like all by yourself as a survival yep. mode and there's times where it's like damn like I just you know like it feels good you to be like had yeah someone that could help you and it's like there I realized my friend actually said this to me a couple weeks ago um, she was like, girl, let me help you. She was like, you don't have to do that. Like, you don't have to do it by yourself. Like you don't have to do everything. And I, because I was in survival mode and because like, I didn't come from a family that like really was, yeah, like my family didn't help. Like I did, I literally had to do everything on my own and I was always the helper. And so now it's like, really just taking off that baggage of like, okay, I don't have to wear that anymore. My superhero cape is fucking tired. Right, yeah. I want, I want to be helped. Like, yeah. I mean, there's like times where like, I, you know, again, like when I got like some Ikea furniture and like I did it myself and I like wanted to do it myself because it was like fun for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like it's still, there's still like a time and place. And again, everybody kind of has like their own, spectrum of what that looks like so I just wanted a little bit of what six is I because you, you do talk about like your femininity a lot and mm-hmm. so I think I just wanted to like tap into what what that looks like in like in, in a late you know just what it actually give how you paint me a picture of what that looked like you know I operated like so so just 
Like I look back and I'm like, I'm grateful for, you know, where my achievements got me, you know, and the things that I've done this far. I'm so grateful for that. But in the grand scheme of, I'll say like, since the pandemic, my eyes have been really open to like what's important to me. Right. And so when I think about like me being a little girl, I was very jaded about what actually it was that I wanted. Um, and how I was going about certain things. Cause everything's like, I still want the same things. I was just going about it in a way that wasn't serving me. So now I'm realizing like, okay, I don't have to do things how I was doing them because at the end of the day, a lot of that left me burnt out. I can do the same things that I was doing and be ch- more chill about it, you know? And it's right, like, right. And not burn as a woman, out. as a woman, like I want to be able to honor that. Like I have cycles in my life and like women and men, we're, we're built differently. So it's like, I can't look and be like, okay, I want to compete. I want to compete with the men. It's like, and I used to say stuff like that. Like I want to be the only girl in the, in the men's room. I used to say stuff like that all the time because that's what I wanted. I wanted power, but then I realized there's a different, I can get power in a very feminine way. And so that's really what I want to like lean into is like, okay, how can I attract these things to me versus having it? I don't want to be a hunter. I want to be a gatherer. You feel me? Right. Like, yeah. how can I just pull it on in? And I don't know how to do that just yet, but I do have friends who like, who I'm, I'm so grateful for the people that are in my life because when I, I kid you not, I'm always so blessed to have like people who are a step ahead of me. And then also people that are a, like a couple steps behind me so I can help them. And then right. I can also like, I have just like the best of both worlds. My, my friend group right now is, is really beautiful. Cause I have, literally Aww. a couple of girls that are a couple years younger than me. And then you and all my, my other older friends, it's like, you guys are, uh, you guys are doing things that I aspire to do. And then them, my other, my younger friends, I'm able to like teach them the things that I've gone through. Yeah. And so it's just nice because it's like, okay, I know I'm on the right path. I know that everything's happening the way that it needs to. And I feel like I was prepped for this time right now. And I'm just really excited because it's like, okay, I can see it. Like when I, when I like, put the dots together I'm like all of this it makes sense like it's like okay yeah. cool like the visual that I had that I've always had of my me and my husband literally junior he fits into it yeah yes. back to junior. so let's get sorry my food just got here let me just like um so it's like I could be prepared yes. I, like to, I like to eat when people are like telling me like a story you're like you know when you like watch tv and it's things like I don't know yeah like, no, I always I have that. to have like a fucking meal or what, snack what's or, on the menu I got pho, but I didn't get the soup. I just got um, mm. the spring rolls, and I got pho without the soup, so it's like vermicelli. Like, it has the noodles with, like, everything. Mm. Um, it's really good. And it's like... Yeah, pho, that's I've never beautiful. heard of pho without the soup. Yeah, it's it's um, it's um it's called, like, vermicelli is what it's mm. called. So okay, if you ever go to, like, a pho restaurant, and you're like, I don't really want soup, like, look for the... Like, the the vermicelli section that's like literally everything that's in fud without the soup mm, okay so if you're like i'm not really into soup but like i kind of no. like the things in it but yeah hold on and i got like i got me a vietnamese coffee because are you uh, you up late tonight um yeah i want to like edit some stuff and yeah i feel like i've been going to bed pretty early which is not bad but i just have like a lot of editing to do Mm. So I kind of want to get in the zone, but hold on, let me just throw this out first. Yeah, and we'll get into 
Junior. <laughs> I do want to say I always love doing these type of episodes with you. Do like, you? I think it's like, I just like love like your mind, you know? Oh, thank you. Because I just feel like there's, even though it's like, I may not, you know, not see certain things the same way or whatever, but it's always like in such a respectful way. I just like support. I just support you in your mind. Mm, I and, I, and, I, and I always just want to hear what you have to say. Oh, thank you. Oh, that coffee looks good. Yes, girl. And so, I, yeah, I think it's interesting um, because I feel like like I, I pray to God and I say thank you, for gratitude for my mind all the time. Um, just because I know that it's not, it's not, uh, my thoughts, my ideas are not mainstream by any means. Like, do you talk to like men like this when you're dating? Uh, How do they take it? Typically they love it. Like they have, I, I, for me, I'm a very intellectual person. So like intellect is so sexy to me. If you can actually hold a conversation with me, um, that speaks volumes. So like a lot of times when I'm dating, the conversations don't get there, which is why like any guy that I've dated and he's still one of my friends, it's because we have good conversation. If I don't talk to you no more, it's because we, you, I don't like, I don't like our conversation. Good matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like my ex, the one I, the one I dated in Atlanta, uh, I loved spending time with him. He felt that he made me feel very safe. Um, he, our sex was great. It was awesome, but we didn't have an intellectual conversation. So it was never going to be anything super long-term. Um, my act, actually the, my past two exes were, were like that. Like it was never, it was very sex, sex driven, which is great. But for me, that doesn't last more than like six months. Then I'm like, you know, even typically like some of the guys that I've, I've, had like just sexual relationships with um the reason it if if we were having sex for more than six months is because we I valued you as a friend and I valued the way that your mind worked so that's a really really important component to me being being with someone like our conversations have to be next level we have to like I'm the, really like you know how some girls are like I like like fuck what you're doing today like what are your what are your deepest darkest fears for me it's not even like like that it's more so like on a spiritual level like how do you feel you know like are you tapped in or like what are what are what are your um your what are like when was the last time also talking to God is really important to me too so like when was the last time you talked to God? Do you pray often? Like, you know, um, that kind of stuff is really important to me. And also music is something, you know, music's always, always been one of my, one of my connectors. One of the guys that I was talking to recently, he called me last night and we had a really good conversation. Actually, our first conversation was really good. So when he called me last night, I was like, okay, this could be a a good convo. And it was, um, he's someone that will probably be around for a minute just because I know we have good conversations. So, yeah. That's important to me. All right, back to Junior. All right. So what happened? Um, Where did we leave off of? Let's see. Okay, so he called me the Sunday after his birthday. We talked. Asked him how he feels about being 32. He um, he said he's, he's thinking about kids, thinking about his life, all that kind of stuff. 
Um, so I'm like, okay, bet. Like everything he was saying was just like, it was, I knew, I knew the kind of responses that I should have said, but I didn't say, um, because I'm afraid of coming off too strong or not really knowing what to say or how to say it. And then I realized after the fact, like, okay, you kind of fumbled that because how is he supposed to know exactly how you feel if you don't say anything? Right. So, um, uh, I think the next day or so, like I was texting him and I was like, okay, I want to talk to one of my friends. And I was like, she's like, you need to get clear on if he's still talking to that girl or not. And I was like, you're right. So I texted him. Yeah. So I texted him and I was like, Hey, are you still talking to the young lady? And he was like, um, he's like, yeah, I am. And I was like, well, is it serious? And he's like, it's, it's moving in that direction. Heart fucking broken, bitch. I, my heart was like, ah, because I knew, and what me and God been talking about is he was, you know, what I thought God was telling me was that he, God told me he was dealing with him about it. He didn't tell me that it, they had, had, you know, um, separated or anything. I, I was hopeful that I was hopeful that he was going to say, nah, like, right. you know, like I'm waiting, say some slick shit. Like I, I'm just waiting for you. <laughs> right. Right. So wait. So they're moving to a serious direction. And what did you say? I said, um, well, when he, when he said that, I didn't know what the fuck to say. Right, I literally, I, say. Did, I didn't, I didn't respond for like, I think a day. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. I didn't respond for like a day, literally. Ooh, damn. Um, and then... I was like, okay, good to know. Just want to make sure I'm I'm being respectful and not flirting with a taken man. And the reason okay. I said that is because I wanted him to know the bitch I'm flirting. And, you know, I just wanted him to know, like, where I was and coming to, from. And, and to show respect, you know. Exactly, you know. Uh, and then he said, I he said, I understand. And then I just never responded. Because, like, what do, I, what do I say? Do I understand? So I was like, okay. That was my green light to just be like, okay, cool. I'm just going to, like... I'm a fallback. Right. Um, and yeah, so I'm comfortable now. I, when it happened, I was like, I was pretty sad and I was pretty like, what the fuck, God? Like, Fair. why do all right. why do all this to then do this? You know, like why not me not getting what I want? But then my sister was like, This is this is how God does deal with you. Like the, literally everything I've wanted, I've had, I have to wait. Patience is a thing for me. Like it's something that I, it's never on my time and it's on God's time. That's just how the cookie fucking crumbles. And so in my close friends, um, one girl, she's actually no longer in close friends. Who is but she? This girl that, um, we went to college with her, but I don't think you know her. Um, but she, she basically said like, um, like girl, she's like, why are you, why are you playing second to this, to this other girl? Like, um, this man seems like an itch that you just like, you can't get away from or something like this. God is telling you that you need to, that you need to let it go. And like, you know, just all this, just going crazy really. Um, and that really fucking bothered me because it was her choice. It was her choice of words that bothered me the most because, Anybody that knows me know I don't that I don't play about God. Right. And then also if you know me for real for real, then you know that I'm not super religious. So it's like you can never tell me I have a direct line with him. Like we talk, we talk, talk. And he knows how to get a message through to me. If I needed to let this go, he would he would tell me to let it go. He didn't tell me that, and you're not my messenger. So 
um, her saying like, this is the devil and like all, you know, just, she was just going off doing a lot. And so I was just kind of like, people say the devil shit. Yeah. And for me, I believe that the devil be in some mess, but this is not one of those situations. Like you need to just sit down and eat your food. So (laughs) I was just like, yeah, she, it just felt like she was projecting because like, she was making a lot of conclusions and going kind of like all over the place. So I was just like, yeah, like I don't like that. And a lot of the girls were just like, yeah, girl, she's projecting. Cause I never once said that like I was even an option. I told this man that we established that we like each other, but I never said I was in the running. I know what, I know what, what's to come, but like right now in 2023, I never said that we were getting married this year. Like I never, there was things that I never said. So it's like just baseless, just jumping to jumping to conclusions um and so yeah we were having a dialogue and stuff about that and then but all in the same I think like the next day might have been the next next day yeah I think it was the next day my one of my old hoes from uh Virginia Beach because I spent a little time out there in 2021 oh yeah I remember that mm-hmm. oh wait is that the guy that was like one month da, 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 one month <laughs> Oh, that he was cute. Yeah. So he, uh, okay, let's give him a nickname. Um, We're just, we're going to call him Papa. Okay. So Papa hits me up. Well, he called, he called me. He called me Tuesday night and I saw the call come through, but we hadn't talked for a minute. So I was like, I don't know. Um, you know, like when you get a phone call and it comes in, but it cuts off real quick, like the ring doesn't really ring. So I was like, if he, if this was a real call, he'll call me back. He didn't call me back that night. He ended up calling me the next day. And, um, he was like, I called you. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I was like, I didn't get those calls. And then, um, he was like, yeah, I'm in town for the next couple of days and basically wanted to see me. He wanted to see me that night, but I was busy and then got tired and it just was a no-go. So we ended up going out on that Thursday, um, and we had a had a great time, like had an amazing time. Um, Steph got to see all the the girls oh. room got to see all the pictures and the videos. Um, we went out for drinks and uh, basically it was back in my life like he was my boyfriend, you know. Um, and the cute thing about him is that he basically like when I went to Virginia, I. Um, I hadn't broke up, broken up with my ex yet. We were still trying to like, you know, trying to keep things going. Cause I thought I was going to back, going back to Atlanta, but that, but that man cheated. So we broke up. And then I think maybe a week or two after I met, blah, 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 I met Papa. <laughs> uh, 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 I'll be, but out, don't worry. Okay. Um, and so yeah, I met him and it was actually his birthday. And, and so I had, let me tell y'all manifestation is real. Okay. Because when I got to Virginia, I was like, I want to go on a boat ride. And I was like, I want to be winding and dying. Like I need to be taken out. You feel me? And literally like two, three weeks after I said that this man, the date he had proposed was, he was like, let's go on a, let's let, let, I think our first couple messages were like, let's, let's go on a a trip or something like that. And I was like, where I was kind of nervous, but I just went with it. It turned out to be his birthday weekend. Um, he booked us a hotel. We did a boat ride. We did dinner. Um, it was just really, we had like, we had like a sunset evening on the beach. It was really fucking cute. Right. Right. Um, and why was he in town? Sorry. Going back to, Oh, to present day. Yeah. He's looking for a house. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he's moving out here um, in October. 
Okay. Yeah. So and so he's been he's been he's been looking for he's been looking to move from Virginia since I met him. And that was in 2021. And he recently just, because he was in the Navy. So he recently just got out of the Navy in January. He works in tech now. And then he's going to get, uh, Stability uh, what's right called? there. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a great little situation. Like, he was looking real good. He'd been working out. Like, I'm like, okay, baby, look at you. Um, And he just is, all, he's just, honestly, him and, him and Junior, they stack up very well. Very, very well. Just one ain't playing games about one's one is playing games and one ain't playing no games about me. So right. Um but so how are we feeling about wait, what's the new guy? Papa. Papa. Um are you still I'm, set with okay, because I'll feel like a lot happened in the last five minutes as I was eating. <laughs> Cause going back to like homegirl. I don't agree with the way that she probably, like, how she went about things. But I will play devil's advocate. Funny enough, because she said devil. Um, devil's advocate. You were calling him your husband. Mm-hmm. So oh. that could get kind of, like, confusing on how. And I'm just saying this as, like, your friend and obviously as, like, a bystander watching the stories, too. And, like, mm-hmm. trying, to under- trying to understand. Like, it could get confusing on how you don't see yourself as an option for him. A current option. A current option. Or you were a current option. You were at least an option at that point, especially when he was dating, before they got serious, dating that girl. Because for me, as your friend, I will say, like, obviously, I I stand by you. I support you no matter what decision in life you make, of course. Mm -hmm. But as your friend, I'm like, I wouldn't want a man like that for you. Not that he's, like, a bad person, but... Mm -hmm. As far as like what I feel like as a woman you need mm-hmm. and deserve, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want his half ass communication, all that stuff mm-hmm. for my friend. And so I understand that, but at the same time, this so it's so you and her are probably the same type of viewer, right? So I just wouldn't if, approach it the way that she did. I agree. Like I think sometimes it's not the way to like. It's like kind of like read the room. It, it there's just there's just certain ways to kind of approach it. But I I almost understand where she's coming from. So I am. That's mm-hmm. why I'm trying to like. But I'm also team you. So I'm trying yeah. to like better. No, and I. You know, after I got after I was like after I got my vent session off, I understood I understand where she's coming from too. Right. But the flaw in what she's and where she's coming from is she's not listening to the full story. There's he doesn't like I'm telling you, like all like he doesn't know what I know. So like this is a situation where it's like and it also might be hard for people to wrap like wrap their head around. I know that it's it can sound crazy. So it's like to somebody who doesn't have the confidence or patience to wait on a vision or something to come to pass. Like I, when I tell you, I've like, when God says something, sometimes the evidence is not there. Like it right now, it looks like he doesn't, he doesn't care for me or. No, I, I believe he does care for you. It seemed like he really does. Don't, don't get me wrong. I just, yeah. Think as like. But friend. he's also not treating me like a sec- second option. He's yeah. not treating me. It's not like we had the way that she came off was as if I said that me and him are dating 
I never said that. I never said we were dating. We're not. We're currently just friends who like each other. That's all there is. So he's not treating me like a second option. He's, he don't even know what I know. Yes, I'm calling him my husband, like, but it's in close friends. Like, right, right. He, he, he is not even, not even that, that. I know that the way that God speaks to me is based on our relationship. So it's like, God can tell me that this person is your person. Right. And that may not come to pass because God been telling me that I'm a wealthy bitch since I was fucking three, you know? And to uh, to some people, they'd be like, bitch, you grew up in the motherfucking hood. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But you don't know what God told me. So like, I can't really listen to you and to outside people. It could be like, what the fuck? Like, that makes no sense. Like, how are you going to get there? I can't explain it. I can't tell you when he's going to be my boyfriend. I can't tell you when I can't tell you any of the details, all I can tell you is that I know what the end's gonna look like, and I trust that. And and he's not treating me no, he's not treating me any kind of way. He's treating me like a, he's treating me like a friend, right? Like no, he hasn't been rude to me. He hasn't. He's not. Yeah, he's not course. doing anything. But I think you know? just as a friend who like literally wants you to have everything that you deserve and want in life, and like it. It's almost so. I'm looking at the situation as like, remember when I was going to hold through through thing? I was going through the whole thing with like Harold, and I knew the situation, and like, but I was like, let me just fucking go through it. And you would tell me, but of course, I'm not gonna listen to anybody because this is my life, you know. Mm-hmm. You're like, cool, whatever. I'll stand by it, whatever. But I'm gonna let you know. So I think this is one of those moments where it's like, as a friend, obviously, whatever happens happens whatever decisions i'm gonna stand by anything that you stand by because Mm -hmm. you are my friend Mm -hmm. but i think for me i just like as a friend i'm like i think it's and this is you could be me projecting you know it's fine and um but i think it's just like a scary thing to like when you manifest you know like a husband or a, a relationship to put so much pressure on one single person like why not have the openness of whoever it could be and maybe he could be kind of an example because he has a lot of those qualities and he could be mm-hmm. that strong example but at least having that open mind of like well it could be anyone it could be it could be someone like him it, but it won't be him or it could be him whatever life takes it but like just at least knowing to have an open mind because I just I know what it feels to have be so fixated on something mm-hmm. and then not working out because I feel like it almost feels like it could it looks like you may be blocking your blessings to something that could potentially be better you know and I and I respect that and I see how it can look like that but there's a difference I'm not manifesting this this is going to happen and it sound I know I sound crazy <laughs> and it it's like I'm not fixated on him by any means. It can, it can literally be anyone. But when I, when I stack up all the clues, when, when everything like laid out, it's like, okay. And when I tell you, I didn't create this scenario. God literally told me and confirmed it. I'm listening to him before I listen to anybody, you know? And y'all can have my best interest at heart and all that. I'm not, I'm also like, I'm not putting my life on hold for for this man, right? Which I know you're not doing, which I completely understand, and I know yeah, that like you, you would he, you would never do that. But I just think, even still, continuing your life and having this, it's just you know, it's just for me as a friend. I'm like, 
oh, but be careful. Of course, I'm going to like, you're going to do whatever you want to do and maybe not even yeah. listen to me. But I think as a friend, I would, it would be a disservice to not at least like be there and like kind of let you no, know. No, and I appreciate that. Like, because I know how it fucking looks. It right. looks crazy. <laughs> and I say it all the time. It looks, f- and it sounds ridiculous. Like, bitch, what are you talking about? But, but I don't. But I don't want to like call you crazy. I don't even want to get there. I just feel you know. I think it's no, just like, girl. I'm I'm saying it for you. If if this right. was you, Stephanie, I would be like, bitch, you're out of your fucking. You're. We need to go get you something. That's <laughs> you know that's how I talk. Like right, we need right. to go check her in somewhere because it, it can sound like that. But also at the same time, when you like. Like my friend, one of my homegirls, I like tell her about all the crazy shit that God does in my life. Right. And so I told her, I was like, I know this sounds crazy. She's like, no, coming from you, it doesn't. She was like, because I know how God deals with you. I tell my sister, she, and, and you, and you know, Nay is very cut and dry, bitch. You sound yeah. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Nay's and she's like, tell you the truth. And it, yeah. she's like, no, it makes, she even told me, she was like, just because, just because right now it feels like this, she's like, that's just how the story has to be written. And so for me, it's, it, it's like, yeah, there's shit that's discouraging. I'm fucking scared because it's like, okay, it could, it, it could not happen. But also my, the way my faith is set up. No, God told me. And he he's confirmed it multiple times because there were times where I'm like, bitch, you're, I'm just making shit up. I'm just putting piecing together. And he's like, I'm not a man that I lie. And he sure ain't. Um, and then also like my sister then sends me a video and it confirms everything. Literally everything the lady said in the video. She's like, you're, she's like, you know who your husband is and he's being disobedient right now. And I already knew that. And she was like, and God told him that it's you too, but he just, he's being disobedient. Like he's basically like, and anybody would be like, well, then that man don't want me. But it's like, no, because I also know how it kind of gets in, like, I'm not super religious, but there are religious elements to my faith. So like, um, there are like biblical stories that match what is going on right now. And it's like, okay. I, so I'm just trusting the process and like Papa done came in and it's like, okay, cool. He, he might in, in the meantime, in between time, like what? Yeah. Like that, that even can, cause like I said, when I stacked them up next to each other about the damn same, it's like, I wouldn't, I could marry, I could marry Papa tomorrow and be happy. Like I really could. He, he definitely fits the bill. Um, conversation money we want the same types of things we like to do the same it's literally the same man two different fucking bodies like but that's the thing i think just like also like you know i respect like your beliefs and spirituality and i I don't want to like cross the boundaries and that you know Mm -hmm. but as a friend i'm like Look, cause I I want like the num- I want the best thing for you, whatever that fucking looks like. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if there's someone like who's even better, true. But also, Steph, you have to think about me, right? Think about me and how long you've known me, right? Yeah, I'm always one foot in, one foot out. Always. Am I? I didn't realize this until my friend brought it up last week. She was like, "You are always looking." It's like. It's like I never commit because I'm uh, I'm afraid of what is of of what can come around the corner. I'm always looking for what the, the grass is greener, and I am. And for me, that's a flaw. That's something that I have to get out of. And so it's like when I know that 
I feel like I've I've already towed the line with things that could and could not be what I want. But now I know for sure that it's like when you got to know for sure in your spirit, when your intuition is telling you like, girl, you know what the fuck you want and you can have what the fuck you want. So it's like, let's not deviate. Now it's like, yeah, there are other things. There are people that can come along. Cool. But that's not my husband though. They may be able to teach me some shit, but I already know who my husband is. Right. And it's like me knowing that's not going to hinder the experiences that I'm going to, I'm still going to have experiences. Like I'm still going to be able to date people. Like I'm still talking to niggas today, tomorrow and the day after that. Like until he's my man, until he's my man, it's fair game. But I also know, not that I completely know how the story is going to end. I just know that that's the person. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know nothing, honestly. You're just living your life. Yeah. I think I just like want to protect you. But at the same time, I also know that, like, it's one of those things where it's your life. It's not mine, you know? And, like, as a friend, I just have to trust you and trust, like, what you want for yourself and just go by that. But I would – for me, I'd be a disservice as a friend to be like, but I'm a little scared. Don't you think of this? You know, like, I just want you to have the best. And, like, I don't want you to be so fixated. What are you you scared of? Just having – if like. And, you know, if this is me, let me, like, if I put myself in your shoes, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of the times when we give advice and when we're scared of certain things, it's projection, right? So we're mm-hmm. going to project a little bit. Um, it's th- the fixation, I think, on just one person. I mean, I've, I've like, it, it just, to me, it just, it's putting a lot of responsibility on a person that what do you mean by responsibility it's putting it maybe not responsibility but more like pressure on someone mm-hmm. that they're able to make the like their own decisions and i know i know that like the faith of god is what you have and whatever decision is going to be made but for me i also have a different relationship with spirituality and i think that's mm-hmm. where it like it it kind of clashes clashes so mm-hmm. I, I just i know ultimately that's what it is i don't um i don't look to god f- for those things if, if i'm you know if i'm saying like i have a different kind of relationship with god and not saying yours is better or worse than mine again i think everyone has their own relationship with their spirituality mm-hmm. and that looks different to every single one so i don't i don't like to like judge anyone on that but i think that's why it's hard for me to like see it from your point of view because of that, mm-hmm. you know? For, no, for um, sure. And it's, you know, and it's really like, I just think for me, it, I always look at like, you know, situations, but let's say before Brian, like finding the right person, I always knew it would make sense. And I always looked at like every single person in my life to like, kind of I never put that kind of repression a pressure on them to be something I just feel like they're gonna show up to be that person because that's who they decide to do like Brian showed up to be the man for me to be this type of man for me because that's what he decided to do and I would never be I would never have looked at Brian before we started dating like oh that's my man you know like I just I always I'm trying to be as open as possible and that's I guess that's where our our clash of our relationship with God is different. You're, you know, mm-hmm. like that's where it clashes. And ultimately it's, it's going to be, I'm going to always accept and trust and like stand by you and how you view things. But mm-hmm. ultimately it's always going to be difficult for me in this scenario 
to fully understand, but I'm going to respect it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to like, when but I think say- it's a good, it's a kind of interesting conversation because I think it like makes me think about my relationship with God in a way. When you say pressure, cause I'm not putting pressure on anyone. Like it's not like a, I'm forcing him to be, I'm just saying what God told me, you know? So it's like, there's not, it's, it's not like, uh, I'm like, the, the only capacity this man has in my life is to be my husband. No. Um, and I can see, but I can also see how it, how it can look like that. I don't have the, the, um, the, what's it called? I don't have the authority to change anyone's trajectory in their life. And so I don't, I don't think that just by me saying it, I don't think I can manifest him to be my husband. I don't think that. I think it already, for me, I I, I don't know if you view, and that, this is a question for you. Do you believe that our destinies are pre-written? Um, <clears throat> I think yes and no. I think that we also have a choice to change our destiny too. I think it's like a lot more, I think it's a lot more loose then I don't know. I, I feel like that's a good question here because you're making me think here. And that's why I was like talking to you about stuff like this. But mm-hmm. like, I don't, th- I think it's pretty, yes and no. I think there could be, but I also think that ultimately we have free will to change. So I agree with you, but I wish I had like a, like a diagram. So I'm going to try to paint a, trying to paint a picture, right? So say if we have this little square that I'm in, right? So here is my end point and here's my start point, right? Those are predestined. The track that you take, you have a choice on which way you take, but you're always going to end up here. No matter what, there's there's an infinite amount of choices that you can make, but you're always going to end up here is how I see it. So like may now, because well, God told me that he knows, now knows that I'm his wife, you know, and he's my husband and we're supposed to be married. Like that's just, that's, that's one of our ends, right? It don't matter who he dates. It don't matter where he where he moves to. It don't matter what career path he goes to. It doesn't matter nothing, nothing, nothing. He's always going to end up here. Is how I see it. Um, and so it's not. It's not, yes, you have free will, and you have you have like God has given us the gift of choice, but you're always going to get to his intended end and that and it also kind of like goes goes back to like everything works out for for your good so it's like a situation you could be like like what I went through last last year I was like god how the fuck are you going to flip this and make it so that it works out for me lo and behold he did I was like, there's no way I can get out of this. Did did not look like the choices that I was making, I was confidently making them. They ended up being something that felt really ridiculous, but I'm still on the path. Like my life got back right back to where it needed to be. I feel more in alignment than I ever did. No matter what choice I made, even if I chose it, like if I never met, if I never left LA when I did, I probably would have still met just in a different city and at a different time. You know, like it's just yeah. Like- no, I was gonna say. I mean, I that. Thank you for painting that picture because I like perfectly explained it. Like, I don't. Okay, so now it's making it's making me click on what I really mean. I don't disagree with that. I think okay. that like things, you know, there's certain things in our life that are really just like are meant to happen. The people we're supposed to meet, certain careers, certain goals, whatever it is. My. I think this the part that scares me with this mm-hmm. is that. Um, 
you're being fixated on a goal that may not even be true. Do you know what I'm saying? How? Like, like, and I'm not saying that it's not going to be true for you because this is free. This is just, again, I'm projecting, right? It's like if I was in your yeah. shoes. Yeah. And I'm like, and you could be, I could be completely wrong. This has yeah. nothing personal to do with, or sorry, Junior, nothing personal <laughs> to do with you. There's nothing. Again, yeah. projection. Yeah. So like I, if I was in, you know, your shoes, I understand there's different paths we're going to take to the goal that we're meant to have. For me... I rather not know because I don't, if I feel like, oh, I am meant to be with this person and what do I don't know? I don't, I don't know anything. I don't know what kind of paths I'm supposed to take. I don't know. Like we don't really know. We kind of have to go with our gut as it happens. And that's kind of how I move in life. And I know you like may disagree. Everyone, again, we have our own relationship with God and spirituality, but for me, it's like going with my gut feeling and promising whatever end goal it is, whether it's with this person or this person or this person, I know it's going to be right and just trusting the process. But being fixated on someone is what's scary because I don't want that to block the blessing of whatever path it is to get there. Do you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, that's so that's what's that scary, if that, that makes that sense. Makes sense. So that I don't thought that I don't believe in him. It has nothing to do with that. It's just for me, I'm like No, it's definitely it's definitely a projection based on your own your own thinking. Cause for me, I'm very much the person who like my spirit spirit god well, i mean they're two different people to me so like like you said when it comes to spirituality and it comes to god he sh to, my belief is that he shows up in the way that we all need so you said something that was crucial to make your point you don't want to know for me there are certain things that i need to know so that i can keep going if that makes sense um for you you're like i don't want to know because that might taint that might taint X, Y, and Z thing that needs to get me to some other place. For me, I would essentially, I could essentially give up on this being something because I don't have evidence. I need something. So it, to someone else, it could sound like a fixation, but for me, it's like, okay, God, you gave me this vision. Of, of, literally, it started off as just a picture, right? And then a TV show gave me concrete evidence and so he's been sharpening the picture over years like this is just something over time and now I'm like at one point I was like I didn't even realize that he fit into the picture the way he did until God helps me connect the dots so the type of person like I told you before I need I need examples right um I need and there and some of the examples are more helpful than than others so like when it comes to my lifestyle I'd rather not see other people having what I want to have because that makes me feel like I can't get it. It's like last year I was like, God, why you come on show me people that got what I want? <laughs> like, you know? And he was like, I have to show you this so that you know that it's possible. And so and I believe in that. I've, I believe like to expose yourself to certain things or to visualize it, it, it makes things more. I just, all in all, I think that God shows up to everyone, no matter if it's, if it's him trying to talk to you, connect to you in any way, shape or form, he's going to show up in the way that that's going to, um, resonate the deepest with you as a person. For me, I need there. Also, there are things that with this situation that I've had to do, um, yeah, that I've had to do in order for this process to move further along. 
right? So it's like, why is this man on my co-star? Why why is he coming up in conversation? Why am I holding on to our memories? Like there's little things that are happening that like, had this been with any other person, I probably would have been like, guy, God, what the fuck? What are you doing? And he's like, girl, don't you see? Y'all have these memories for a reason. Like, you you know, like, so he, he just don't, he gonna talk to people how he need to talk to them and he gonna give you what you need. For me, like, it's just, it has to be, it's also like it's deep and also I, I think this is a very good thing to know yes he's this is a beautiful chocolate man <laughs> beautiful chocolate man right he he fits the bill we look great together but it that's icing that's like the cherry on top you know it's and it's more so like I look at this as like an assignment and God gave me the bells and whistles to keep me, because the kind of person I am, like, let's not, like, the visuals, the aesthetics are important to me. So he had to package it properly. Because I see, yeah, I get it. He had to send it, like, it has to be shiny, it has to have a bow, like, it has to be, like, he packaged this perfectly for me. And so to to anyone who, like, doesn't know me or doesn't know my situation, like, somebody who who doesn't have the the mental capacity to think that God can show up in different ways for different people and thinks that he's just a one track type of God, you would like, my story is never going to be for you. My story is for the people who they talk to God or, or someone who doesn't know him and is like, well, damn, you know, or who like, he's doing the same thing in their life. And he's like, and they're like, oh damn, from, from what she said, like, well, maybe, maybe he's doing the same thing in my life. And it's like, yeah, cause I'm supposed to be like, I know that one of the, one of the reasons I'm here is to lead by example, which is why I'm sharing this story. Like I'm literally like, I don't put captions on the videos just so that the videos don't look ugly in like 10 years when I want to like go back and download all of them. So then I can compile them and like, you know, like, it's just like, it's a big, it's a bigger pick. It's really bigger than what it seems on the surface. Like it's bigger than, than this, this fine man that I think is going to be my husband. It's really an assignment at the end of the day that I'm meant to do, but God had to give me, he got to leave me some breadcrumbs. Right. Right. No, I mean, going back to what you're saying, like how it's like packaged for you. Like, I think it like ultimately like just knowing how you are, like it makes sense. Like I like do well with the, of the unknown kind of thing. Oh, I don't fuck with the unknown. And like, I do to a certain extent. Like I, I, I like to be a little bit of things to kind of like naturally unfold without knowing how it's going to happen. And like, you know, I think, and I think that's where it's like, you know, like I, I mean, again, go, like I, I love that we're having this conversation because it's giving me like a different perspective. And I think per, perce- perspective of perception is, the more you have is like mm-hmm. the more, you know, knowledge you gain. But like, I think, you know, again, but it's like scary in your sense. Like when I see that for me projecting, it's just like, oh God, I had the word for it, but it fucking slipped and it was great. It had like the literally summed it all up. But what was I saying? I was pretty much, ADHD. I was pretty much because I don't have the unknown you need you need to see need a visual, visual. Yeah. a visual in order to to be motivated inspired to like 
feel like keep going to keep going. And I think, um, because they literally, uh, 2020, 2019, I was like, honestly, with this marriage shit, it could go either way. Right, right. I could get yeah, married. Yeah, you've, could... you've always been kind of like indifferent with marriage. It was yeah, like really... in and out. Yeah. But when, but when God was like you, because also I know that like I'm, it's it's an assignment. It's bigger than me, and I know that I'm supposed to live by example. Me getting married to the man of my to the man of like my dreams. Not only will that set my my teenage me free it'll set so many other people like there are people I I believe that there are people that are connected to whatever assignments that like if there's something that you um that you're meant to do if you don't do it there are other people that are that'll suffer because you didn't do it that's how I think right, right. and so this is one of those situations where I'm going to be an example for someone who may have grown up like me and I come I don't come from a two-parent household and like I'm gonna be that I'm going to be the two parent household. The parent, the parents love each other, have a solid ass unit. Like it's, it's really bigger than like, Oh my God, he's my husband. No, it's literally strong ass fucking black family, wealthy generational wealth, family, trust, trust funds. Like all of the shit that I'm, that I want can, can only happen if this marriage happens. The life that I dream of that I've been dreaming of since I was a kid can only happen if, this all goes together. And for me, I was willing to not have that. I was willing to just be, and God gonna give me that choice. You go ahead, you, right, you do that. Yeah. But it's gonna end up, you're gonna end up here anyway. So like, <laughs> you right. know, and he's like, so now let's get serious about it. I've here, Here's who the person is. Here's what you need to do to move forward to that. Um, It's kind of like he incentivized it, even though that was always the plan anyway. He just yeah, had to show I me. think incentivizes the perfect word because I, I, didn't, I didn't really need that. I always knew I was going to be in this place, even though when I would be single and lonely and have doubt, I always knew. No, I did not. You know, and so, yeah, that makes sense to be able My to be like. securities, even even when I would began sharing it, right, I felt like. Like sharing it with even with close friends, sharing him with close friends, I felt like he was too fine for me. Like, and that's crazy because, bitch, do you see me? Like, come on now. <laughs> right? and it's like, but, but like, love is like way past just Ex- anyways. But it, but exactly, yeah. but it's like the way that he, like he, the way that we were together, it transcended past even looks. It was something deep there that I felt, right? Right, right. But all, in my mind, I know that like someone like him, because the view that I had of myself was ridiculous. So we're not even going to go into that. But in my mind, I was like, there's no way, right? There's no way that I can actually have the man of my dreams. There's no way. And God was like, mm, there ain't. Let me show you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you. Like it's so it's really deeper than sur- than this surface thing. It's like with the situation, what's come up is like, OK, all the things you've been running from, you now have to face them. Like my confidence has come into question. Um, I realized that I was out. I was out, only outwardly confident. I wasn't inner inner. I don't I didn't have um, a solid internal inner confidence. confidence. Yeah. So now it's like the things that I have to work on to be able to hold this blessing that I want so bad. It's like, I'm having to like being feminine or like be allowing myself to be soft and vulnerable with men. That's why it can't happen right now because what he needs 
as the man, the type of man that he is, what he needs is a soft woman, and I'm not, I'm not her yet. So it's like it's, it's like deeper and bigger than the way that it sounds. So like if yeah, and I always knew it was bigger and deeper than the way that it sounds, and that's why it was worth the conversation. And I never would have liked the way you know, homegirl came at you in the messages. I never, I knew not to to uh, to approach it like that because I wanted to like understand you know I yeah, wanted to be I'm like grateful. this is not like maybe I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna agree off the bat because you like I view things a little differently but I'm gonna try to understand why her mindset is here like mm-hmm. she's you know and so and of course as a friend like I want to be able to like be team six all the way through and of course there's gonna be moments where I'm like wait I'm not there yet what yeah. do you mean what do you mean yeah. can you tell me and like and you I mean ultimately I think there's still like certain things I again going back to just like how our relationship with our spirituality is like different so I won't ever fully 100 percent get it mm-hmm. but I 100% respect it and I think mm-hmm. ultimately what I'm seeing is I always want to see you like get something positive out of whatever the situation is and I think the biggest ultimate the biggest thing that I'm like seeing more than anything and is that like it's making you dive into yourself more Man. to be a better person and that's what I want for my friend so if it's gonna take this to get you to this listen then if if it turns out that I was wrong, right? Yeah, what we got to go with the ifs. Ha- we got to go with the ifs. Ifs, right? If it turns out that I'm wrong, right, and this actually isn't my person, what did I lose? Nothing. I gained I gained so much. So it's yeah. like it's it I'm grateful for this conversation because honestly like you asking me these questions and me these are things that I internally like feel and think and things like that but to share them to share them out like this is like okay yeah well damn like there is a real there really is a method to the madness there is a real like you know these delusions they they are based in something because I like I said I know what it sounds like to other people but I also yeah. in the same token I'm grateful because I have people that are in my corner that you're one who will always hear me out right I have other ones who are like girl anything you say I believe and not in a not in a in a cuz that can be that can be toxic not in a toxic way but my my friend she's like if you say God said it I believe you because every time you say that you're she has she the, has the same relationship with God as probably very similar to you. Yes, so that makes she's sense. like anything you say, cool. I have another another friend who's like, girl, can you pray for me because you have a direct line with God? Like your prayers hit different, and it's just like, okay, cool. So I'm I'm grateful to have people around me that like believe the way that I believe because you need that. But then there's also people who believe differently than you, and I value you just the same because it's like that that's what makes the world go round our differences make the world go round us being able to have a conversation and me be like okay this is how i see it and then this is how you see it and we can we i'm the queen of agree to disagree right if same you, i love to agree to disagree as, as long as we it. have as long as we have a civil conversation about it where it's like no disrespect but a lot same. of people are not able to do that no no they're not and it's like, also there's also i mean sometimes like i could be guilty of that too where i could have a conversation and disagree but, but like something about this person like it's like hard for me to like be like have a level-headed conversation with them but with you it's like I can have a level-headed conversation with you even though I'm like I, I don't I don't get it 
Can you explain, you know, and like, but so I think that's why I just like love having these conversations with you and doing these episodes, even though it's like two hours long. I'm like, I don't even care. Like, I just, I need to understand, even if I get to the point where I don't understand, if I could just get a little bit of like, just an explanation and then ultimately just see like, because what I'm ultimately what I'm saying is like, oh, this is just making you a better person. And that's just what I want for you. If you were like, if you were going to go like unalive yourself or do something like that I'd be like okay that's also so one of my friends back in the day he said um he 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 had talked to somebody I guess it was like an atheist or whatever and they he was the atheist was mad because he believed in God and believed in Jesus right and I've always thought about this he was like if at the end of the day we all fucking die and we get to the end of the road and we find out God is not real what did you fucking lose besides becoming a better person? I mean, there are people, there are people who like, you know, who, who, who do it just for that, but then also fucking suck. Yeah. Yeah. Who like, who abuse, who abuse it. But the grand scheme of really what it, what it's meant for is to, for you to be a good person. And for some, for some people, they need the hope. Yeah. What they need the religion and some people don't necessarily need the religion or need the, the, the term God or whatever it is to be a good person. I think ultimately we have something deep down that we talk to like our subconscious that it could be yourself. Like there are some people who like, who to them I'm God because, because I, because I was created in his, in, in, in his image or in her image, whatever you do. And like, I'm real respectful about it because I know, and also God has revealed to me, you can't shun somebody's beliefs because God going to get to them how he needs to. Like, and I believe that through and through there are, there are certain scenarios. Like for me, I need, like, I need to have that like religious Christian base. Like that's just the way that he has to get through, get through to me. And I'm able to anchor and use that. And then for other people that does not work for them. So I'm a big proponent of like, just do what resonates to you. And then just and keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. And <laughs> or have pushing. conversations to be like, hey, I don't understand, but can we talk about it? Kind of like mm-hmm. today where I was like. Oh, and then also if you know you get too heated, bow out gracefully. I do that shit. Yeah, I do that too. They're like with my parents. It's, it's with my parents. That usually I'm going to be like. I'm my like, mom. is with my mom. It gets a little. I, I actually have a lot of debates with guys um, because I find that. I get put into boxes a lot because of the way that I look and because of, I guess, like how, I don't know, like just in general, just some guys think that I'm not as intelligent as I actually am. Um, or they will think that because I'm creative, that I have a very liberal way of thinking. And if you talk to me or if you listen to Steph's podcast, I'm a very traditional gal. Like there are things that the shit that'll come out of my mouth, it'll be, it'll be left, right. And fucking up and down. So it's like, you can't really put me in a box. And I've had situations with people where we're talking about something and I'm expressing my viewpoint and I'm, I it's live so in funny. the I was like, area. Sorry. Sorry. It's my ADHD. I think yeah. I, was on the phone. I was on the phone with like Irva and she's like, you know, like all your friends are like liberal. I was like, or she says something like that. Or no, she like oh wait, what was it? I was like, you know, six is like not. Well, I think we were talking because you you were in Texas. Because oh yeah, that's what it was. She was like, I was like, oh yeah, six is in Houston now. She's like, oh, I mean, shit is like real Republican out here. I was like, girl, she kind of Republican. She's that she's part. Really, what? And she's like, wait, what? I'm confused. I didn't think she was, but anyway, it's just funny. It's, no, and and so a lot of people think that about me, and it's just like, yeah, no. 
I like I do what resonates with me. I don't care what the fuck I look like. That's why you can't box people in. I live in the gray area. I'm going to do what works for me, what works for the for the grand scheme of my life. And I try not to get into the politics conversation like this one guy. I literally was like, let's stop the conversation now because I'm going to get annoyed with you and not because of your viewpoint, but because you don't respect me. And because you think that you know that you know me or you know what I should believe better than me. That's always going to piss me off. Don't tell me, number one. Don't tell me what God told me. <laughs> no, that's, not, that's number one. Do not tell me what God told me. Number two is don't try to tell me that you know better than me because you don't. You have not lived my life. You don't know where I've come from. You don't know what I, even if I gave you a little glimpse into it, you didn't know how that felt for me, you know? So it's like, just be respectful at the end of the day. And because a lot of what it looked like, people have always thought things about me that were completely false. People thought that I lived in, in the fucking bougie part of town. No, I lived in the hood, even though my hood is a suburb. But like, still, <laughs> you know, like there people are always making misconceptions about me. And for me, I used to, it used to irritate me, but I love it even more now as an adult because it's like that just that just makes me more set apart, more new, more unique. And when people do decide to have a really respectful conversation with me, they're going to leave with a whole new perspective that they would have never got because I'm not about to tell you what I think you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what I feel. Yeah. Yeah. So. A six L affairs. Period. Everyone, everyone give a round of applause for this conversation. Yeah, this I'll, I'll treat y'all who heard it <laughs> on my Patreon. <laughs> Period. It's going to be millions soon, period. It will. With, over time, just know that it's going to be in the archives. Someone will listen to this in a year or something when, once it, like, grows even more. But yeah, and I think I have, like, 15 uh, people. So shout out to you guys. Thank you for supporting. Thanks, guys. Um, tell your friends. Tell your homies. Gift somebody. A, give somebody a, um, a subscription. Right. Know? Also, comment below, like, you know, I want you guys, I like, I, in Patreon, like, you're able to, like, comment on the app and, like, let us know, like, what your thoughts are. Like, let's continue the conversation. Like, do you, you know, do you see eye to eye? Do you have questions for six? Do you have questions for me? Like, I want to know. I have a question. How much is your, is the member, the monthly thing? There's one, it's $5 and, and another is $10. $5 is, like, you get discount on merch. You get to talk a direct line to me. Um... And then it's like what if one we did bonus a giveaway. A giveaway of what? Of like a Patreon like membership. Um I would have to see logistically how that would work. Yeah, check check oh, that unless out. I just I pay wanna, for it, but I'm I'm sure I could figure out a way to like I want to gift someone you do or like six months. Okay, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk after. Yeah, I wanna okay. I wanna do I wanna do that. Yeah. Well, any last words? Um there's a lot of words that were said, girl. So many words. I I think think my final words were will be like, listen to your gut, listen to your gut, be true to yourself, and um, get clear on the life that you want because you can have whatever it is that you want. I think that sums up everything that I said. Is once if you get clear on the life that you want, everything will start you'll start attracting the things because everything that I wanted when I was in my earlier twenties, I'm about to be 30 in October and it's coming in hot. I don't know exactly how everything's about to lay in my world, but because I got clear, I'm getting everything I want. So if you want 
what you want. Be, be honest with yourself. I have to. Yes, be honest, started. be true. I release gas for that. <laughs> Sorry, no, I release gas. <laughs> I'm weak. Well, where can everyone find you? Everyone can find me on Success Affairs everywhere. Twitter, uh, Twitter is not that funny anymore. But anyway, Instagram, Twitter. I'm even on Lemonade. I didn't post well, Lemonade. Shit. I'm, what I'm on there. What's um, that? TikTok. It's this new like. It's this new like Instagrammy picture thing. It's kind of corny, but oh. the girlies love it. Okay. Um, yeah, Sixella Fierce literally on anything. Um, that's S I X E L A A Fierce with an extra E at the end. Love that. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokegirltherapy.com. All that shit is there. Love you guys. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels. Hey, y'all. I'm JJ. Hey, guys. It's Kat. And we're your hosts of the Real Hauntings podcast. We bring on guests to share their firsthand encounter ghost stories and supernatural experiences. Now on to the trailer. I've been warned to not tell this story, but I think because of the way it ends, it's okay to tell this story because some people say that with certain entities to like speak of them or talk about them or in any way like portray them as powerful will attract them to other people. The creepiest thing about it to me is a lot of times it would wait for me to notice it. Like it would just lay its arm out like this and then I'd be like, where is it? Where is it? And then I'd see it and then it would just slither back. For more information on the Real Hauntings, Real Ghost Stories podcast, make sure you check out real.fm to learn more about our podcast and many other amazing podcasts.